Hello everyone. How is it going? Welcome to Secular Sermons. This is a podcast about life's lessons and wisdom I have learned from thousands of non-fiction books. And today's topic is what to do when things go south. What do you do? Unexpectedly things can go south despite all your plans. What do you do about it? Well, let's see. I have seven things here to discuss. The first one is the very famous Navy SEAL ride on Bin Laden's compound in Abbottabad in Pakistan. You all read about the ride probably. There's many books written on it. If you're interested, Peter Bergen's book Manhunt is one I recommend. That ride you would see as helicopters going there and Navy SEALs getting out and taking out Bin Laden. But even before they knew that was Bin Laden, they were training with their suspicious it could be him and they were training that helicopter raids in America designing the exact size of the compound in the east coast and then east coast of the united states and then they thought wait a minute pakistan will have a warmer weather and higher altitude so we need to train in a drier place with warm and so they trained even in nevada the state of nevada designing the exact models navy seals trained it and when they finally went there prepared for everything what happened one of the helicopters boom the tail hit the compound wall and it's not able to be operable now what do you do boom the other navy seals got out jumped and went on their mission trying to find who is the guy in the home and if it is bin laden to kill or capture and when they found him they shot him and when they coming out they did not want to leave that valuable stealth technology that helicopter has because that will be obtained by the pakistan military and later by the chinese because the chinese and the pakistanis are very close so they put detonators around the helicopter to detonate it now how do you react and do things that you haven't even planned right you plan everything including the exact building model and so much thought in the presidential level went to do it for the raid and they're watching it and something happens that's why the navy seals say it's a famous quote an anonymous navy seal quote under pressure you don't rise to the occasion you sink to the level of your training you sink to the level of your training that's why we train so hard you see under pressure we all get pressure in our life in different career and even in regular lives you don't rise to the occasion like a hero everybody would like to but actually you sink to the level of your training 
and you might think well wait a minute navy seals have training but training to all this if you see it's enormous what they go through we don't have the kind of training yeah well you're not going to go and do operations commando operations but in principles you could train in your mind your values what you would do what you wouldn't do i'm going to bring this example next one jimmy carter the president of the united states was having one of the biggest foreign policy crisis in his presidency american consulate in iran was taken over by iranians who were protesting they came in and took hostages of all the american diplomats inside iran kept them as hostages for more than a year to be precise 444 days the world is watching what the president of the united states would do everybody expected him to be acting strong at least the media and others are putting pressure and it paralyzed his presidency carter even refused to campaign for re-election and he refused to light the white house christmas tree and you know what else he refused he refused to bomb tehran you know why tehran the capital of iran you know why he didn't want to bomb he could have easily done that with the mightiest military and iran is not as powerful remotely not even as powerful as the united states in military capacity but he didn't want to kill tens of thousands of people of iranians and most probably the hostages of americans would have been killed too yeah he would come across strong and he would have got reelected here goes my clock sorry for that sound it's bird sound he chose to peace path he kept talking keep the close of conversation he did attempt a secret military operation to rescue the people not directly going and bombing the country and that operation also failed which created a big backlash because things went south he didn't plan a wind cyclone created i'm sorry wind storm took out the helicopters which were about to go and rescue the hostages and it killed the american commandos about to go and rescue how many things can go wrong but he stick to his values of not to go to war with tehran and kill the hostages you know what happened the hostages were released now that is a man could live with this integrity of sticking to what he believes despite whatever goes south another example third one i wanted to bring is ernest shackleton shackleton is a great voyager he was a british got on a ship endurance the goal was to go to antarctica and it was a race actually because he wants to be the british the first one to put a camp there in the center but when they went there their ship long story short if you should check out the book endurance 
Ernest Shackleton's voyage. It's an inspiring story. But here for our discussion, we see when the ship was caught in the snow, ice, and was crushed, all the people in the ship has to take their remainings and got on the snow. There's no helicopters at the time. There's no anyone to come and rescue. You're in Antarctica, alone, with a little food, dwindling. He kept his optimism and used his leadership. He will make them eat more than the rationed quantity if he sees their optimism is going down. And he kept their spirits up and took a long voyage with few people from there in a small boat to come to the southern tip of Chile to find rescue and go back and rescue everyone there. And he saved every member of the crew who started the voyage. Things could go south, but he went and sunk to the level of his training of leadership. Leadership. You should have a goal and you continue with it. Next point I wanted to talk about is Cuban Missile Crisis. This is John F. Kennedy as president. Cuban Missile Crisis, for those who don't know, missiles from Soviet Union were put in Cuba, overlooking the United States. Could take out about 100 million of the United States citizens. And when Kennedy knew that, he was shocked and many people in his military men especially in his excom committee members asked him to ask ask him to act with force they said the soviets will understand force with force mr president we have to invade cuba to take out the missiles kennedy did not want to do that because he knows it will escalate the war one of the reasons is he read in a book Barbara Tuckman's book, Guns of August, which is about World War I, how it went escalating without the control of the leaders. So he wants to bring peace and he wants his opponent, enemy, to know his intentions of peace and de-escalate the conflict. Now that is his goal. While he is trying to communicate with Khrushchev, his counterpart in Soviet Union, there was a spy plane which took off in Alaska went into the Soviet airspace inadvertently and the Soviets followed tried to get that spy plane but the spy plane pilot somehow traced his way back he was lost traced his way back into Alaska and landed without being caught and are provoking a war World War III when Kennedy knew this, he was so upset and angry because it's not in his control. Not everything could be controlled. But guess what? He kept his mission of achieving peace. Like Carter, his goal was to de-escalate this conflict without getting it out of control and exchanging nuclear weapons between Soviet Union and the United States. And he achieved it. Things will go south, and especially in leadership or in your life, how you sink to the level of your training, which could be your principles. 
The next example I want to bring is George Washington. You know the first president of the of the United States. He was never competed by another person. Unopposed, everybody knows he's going to be the president. The man fought against the mightiest military and won the freedom for the United States. Of course he's going to be the president. Everywhere he went, there were church bells tolled, gun salutes, all this. He, he was gloriously gave an oath in New York and become the first president. But guess what? During his term, second term, when they made a treaty, John Jay Treaty with the UK, many people, many people had were upset about George Washington. Some wanted George Washington impeached. There were cartoons showing president being marched to the guillotine to be held. Even in George Washington's own home state, Virginia, he's from Virginia, some of his revolutionary veterans who fought the war of independence with him raised their glass and cried a speedy death to General Washington. Can you believe how he could have been the king? That's the ultimate power. He could have had it and said, nobody speaks anything against me. But he didn't. His principle was to be a republican form of government. And you know what he did? There's no written law that he shouldn't run for a third term. He gave up after second term the presidency and went back to Virginia, to his home. And that sets the precedent for many presidents for more than 100 years. People stick to the two, two term, two term. Now, what does this say? It doesn't matter. He didn't know the backlash of the treaty is going to happen. All this when he became a president of the United States. But things could go south. And when it goes south, you keep it in mind that you sink to the level of your principles in your mind. If it is physical training, yes, physical training. But to the level you have decided this is what I want to do and this is what I'm going to do, pursue. And good luck doing that. If you think this will help others, pass it on to others. You are helping to improve their mood and knowledge. And I will talk to you again on Fridays and Tuesdays. See you on a Tuesday. Bye-bye.